So yeah, again, welcome to the class today. Um, it's really nice to be here. It's nice for me to be here also. I've noticed that I teach meditation because then I get to meditate. Um, I even see for myself when I have free time, I have practice, my own practice, but I also see like I was just home and I was doing laundry and I was cleaning and I was kind of really into it. And at one point I was like, oh my God, what time is it? I think I have to come and teach. And it kind of also gives me that break in my day to come and practice. So it's this really cool thing where, you know, just as you guys come here because being in a group, it helps you practice and it keeps that as part of your schedule. I see that I've done that for myself, that I use this to hold a space for myself to practice. And that's also really why it's good to have a group like this to practice together. Um, whether we're learning or whether we know a lot about meditation, but sometimes just because life is so busy, so much is going on, it's hard to sometimes carve out that little pocket of time to actually just be quiet and sit. Um, so yeah, in a couple weeks I'm leading a group to Arizona. And we're going to Sedona, and this is a very spiritual place. They say there's energetic vortexes there. So they're these really big, beautiful kind of, I don't even know how to call them. It's kind of like, it's like they're mountains, but they're not mountains. They're kind of carved out, this beautiful red rock, these towers, um, monuments. I don't even know what they would be called. Uh, you know, it's voted by National Geographic as one of the most beautiful places in the world. And um, it's a very intense, energetic place. It's beautiful, it's stunning. But also you go into their downtown and it's all like crystal shops and aura readings and all of this kind of stuff. Um, so we're, I'm going with my girlfriend and we're leading a group of uh, 12 people there. And this, it's interesting because it's a similar kind of reasoning almost, I would say, as to, for instance, why I teach meditation class so that other people have that kind of structure, that space to meditate, and that also I get to practice. I feel like a trip like this to Sedona is actually more like a spiritual pilgrimage, I would call it. So it really feels like we're creating a space for people to come and, and of course, you know, we'll have fun, we have like a, a pool and we'll go hiking, but it's really that we have a chance to drop in spiritually together. And it's almost going to be like a retreat, in a way, based on that trip. And that's kind of... Um, what I'm interested in, I've also led a couple trips to India in the same kind of context. And um, yeah, it's just really important that I call it putting ourselves in good's way. You know, we often talk about putting yourself in harm's way in our culture. Um, but there's also the other side of that, which would be called putting yourself in good's way, which is saying, you know, I don't necessarily know what's going to happen, but I'm going to just put myself in a space where something good could potentially happen to me. Um, and I think trips like this, it's kind of the same thing. It's, um, you know, we organize or we hold the space in a way that people can potentially have a very powerful, meaningful experience for themselves, also while sharing with other people. And that's also what I feel like this group is about and the other groups that I do are about. It's coming together, putting ourselves in the place where we could potentially have a really powerful experience. So. I'll give a couple words just on the meditation practice. I know I actually meditated with you like in the classroom a little bit. Um, I don't know if you have any experience with meditation at all. A little. A little bit? Okay. So I'll just give some real basic rundown and then we can sit for the rest of the time. And I always approach this differently. I talk about it from many different sides. 
my practice currently has been coming from a place. Um, so I used to be a Buddhist monk. I lived in a monastery for eight years. And as a monk, you're always striving for enlightenment. Yeah, we're always trying to reach enlightenment and get this thing where you're free. and It's this place where you can get to and everything's good again, you know. And one day in the monastery, probably year seven or something after being there, I was kind of thinking about enlightenment and I thought, you know, where is enlightenment? Where, what, where is this place? Where is peace? Where is freedom? I'm not feeling it. Where is it? And I kind of thought about it and it's, you know, obviously it, it has to be inside. It has to be right here somewhere. So then it was like, okay, if enlightenment is here, freedom, if peace, if they're right here, why aren't I experiencing them? What is like the Buddha? How does the Buddha see things that he's free, but I see things and I'm not free? How do I relate to this experience in a way that shifts my perception in a way that I feel suddenly free? And I sat with that and I felt into it and thought about it and really reflected where is enlightenment almost like a mantra, like again, like repetitive in my mind. Where is enlightenment? Where is enlightenment? And it suddenly came to me that if enlightenment is in fact right here, if this peace is right here, if freedom is right here, and I'm not experiencing it, but it has to be within my experience somewhere, it suddenly created this amazing effect where it, it felt like there is almost, if you think of like a solar system, that there is a sun in the middle of my solar system, and that sun is awareness that there is this kind of awareness. And around that sun, the things around that sun, were things like my thoughts, my feelings, um, my body, my life, my you know, relationships to people, my sitting place at the table, my possessions. So everything was kind of rotating around it, all of this stuff. And I was often focused on that stuff, looking at that stuff, even the body, the feeling, the thoughts, so engaged and identified with everything that was being experienced that there was no point that I was aware of the awareness itself. What is looking through your eyes? Who is feeling your feelings? You say, I feel sad. Who's the I? What is the I that feels the sadness? Yeah. What is the I that wants to meditate? Who is that back there? What is going on back there? What is the awareness? And I kind of just sat and I tried just to be present and to feel that. And it was almost like everything became a shell. The body, the thoughts, the feelings, everything became a shell of kind of moving sensations and ideas and emotions. But this awareness was kind of just there, behind it, perceiving it all. And it all kind of just lifted off. And it was this sense of freedom. And it was the sense of something was very subtle. It was hard to see. It's hard to understand. Because the identification shifts from the stuff that you're seeing and experiencing to kind of this place of, of an experiencer. I don't know how to say that exactly. Um,
it's like the, the sun was able to suddenly look back on itself. The sun, instead of looking at all the planets, looking at all the stuff going on, looking through its eyes, looking into the feelings in the body, the sun was able just to be self-aware. It's like, oh, I'm the sun, I'm shining. Yeah, there's light. And when we meditate, a lot of people, they sit and they try to relax, right? They sit and they're breathing and, oh, they're restless and, oh, I'm thinking and, oh, I have this kind of shopping list of things to do or I have pain in my leg or it's too hot in here or this isn't really working or this is kind of stupid. What am I even, why am I wasting my time in this room? That we kind of go through this whole wave of stuff without realizing that if you're in that place, it's like you're caught up in the, the outer levels. You're stuck in thinking that your thoughts are you. You're stuck in believing all of that stuff. And it's kind of this beautiful paradox. It's so subtle. The fact that all that you have to do is kind of just be aware. That you have to connect, right? We're human beings. And we're always so stuck in the human part. But it's almost just that shift to the beingness, to really just be, just to be here with what's here. And a couple of days ago, I, I kind of had this, um, this realization during one of my meditation classes. And the sentence came into my head. It's, well, I guess it's a couple sentences, but it's that you're waiting for a bus and you accept that that bus is never going to come. And suddenly then you realize that you're already on the bus. And that is meditation. And that sounds very cryptic and weird. It's like a Zen kind of. But what it means is that if we just decide that I'm just going to wait here. I'm going to wait for this peace. But simultaneously accept that that peace might take forever to come. So I'm just going to contentedly and happily just sit here and wait. Letting go of all expectations. Letting go of wanting it, pushing it, forcing it. Being uncomfortable. God, when is it going to get here? Instead, really just surrendering to the fact that I'm just going to wait. And, it might, and I might be waiting forever, and that's fine. And that act of surrender, that act of deciding to just be content, that act of just letting go, you'll suddenly notice all of a sudden your mind drops into deep meditation. And all of a sudden it's like, oh gosh, all I had to do was let go of fighting this moment to realize that this moment is sitting on meditation. The foundation of this moment is peace. And all I had to do was completely accept and surrender into this moment to tap into that well of peace that's right under me. And that's kind of the practice that we're doing here. And it's very subtle, it's kind of difficult, and it's even hard to understand if you haven't maybe started experiencing it. Um, but my favorite part of the whole thing is that there's hope for everybody, because we are all the same. We are all these houses built on top of 
beautiful, clear, fresh water. And all we have to do is go down there to drink it. And that process from where we are right now to being able to experience that, that's why it's called practice. Practicing letting go. Practicing feeling content. Practicing sinking down into that peace. Practicing the understanding that it's not about putting in effort. That life is not always about effort. Sometimes life is about rest. Sometimes life is about allowing and trusting. And this starts to open up whole new dimensions of internal relationships. And things are allowed just to be and to sink. And things also start to let go all by themselves simply because we've allowed them to be there finally. So with that impulse, I'm going to lead us in a, say, about a 25-minute meditation. And I'll lead us into the meditation. I'll kind of bring us out of the meditation. And the underlying impulse of this meditation, it's to remember that there's really nowhere to go. That this thing that you're looking for, it's not like somewhere else. It's not like if I could only push a little more, if I only try a little harder, then I'll get it. It's completely the opposite. It's if only I could let go of wanting it a little bit more. If only I could find a little more peace with this moment. If only I could become a little bit softer. If only I could forbear something that I'm not finding pleasant right now, or appreciate or enjoy or feel grateful for something that's here with me. If only I could let go a little bit more, then, then I can get it. Just letting go a little more, softening a little more, accepting a little more. So that's the direction. It's, it's one of opening. Yeah. So with that, we can get into positions that we feel comfortable and stable. There's no right or wrong way to sit, just whatever is right or wrong for you. So however you feel like you can sit for about 25 minutes, and it's an experiment. So you're going to try it out. If it doesn't work today, you'll try something else next time. You'll see what works. Okay. So sitting in a way that we feel comfortable, that we feel stable. And whenever we're ready, we could take a moment just to acknowledge our bodies sitting here in this intentional space. To acknowledge that we've come here looking for something. And that we acknowledge that thing we're looking for is inside. So we close our eyes. And we take three deep breaths in through the nose, filling the body and out through the mouth.
This type of breathing just naturally gives the body the signal that everything is okay. <sighs> kind of like a sigh. As we relax and breathe, we listen to a few sounds of the bell, allowing the sound to come into your awareness and also allowing the sound to gently bring you into silence. Breathing deeply and fully. We've closed our eyes, we relax our eyes. We relax the muscles in our face. In our jaw. We relax our shoulders. And our arms and hands. Relaxing down to your fingertips. See if you can feel all of your fingertips by sending your mind there.
We relax our chest. Softening our hearts. Taking a few breaths into the heart. Acknowledging whatever you feel there. And then letting it go. Breathing down into the belly. We relax the stomach, relax the belly. Feeling how the belly expands with the in-breath. Releases with the exhalation. Relaxing down to the hips and legs.
relaxing our feet. to our toes. We feel the ground beneath us. Expanding the awareness to feel the ground. Expanding the mind to feel the space of the room around us. Breathing in and out, staying connected to the space around us. The air flowing in and out of the nose is bridging us into that space. Breathing in, relaxing. Breathing out, letting go. 
in, relax, out, release.
relaxing, softening with the deep breath. Surrendering to your experience. And feeling the breath flow in and out of the body. We take 10 deep breaths, breathing in fully, breathing out. And at the end of the out breath in your mind, say one. Breathing in, breathing out. And in your mind, say two. Count this way up to 10. and listening again to a few sounds of the bell.
Breathing in deeply through the nose, filling the body. Out through the mouth, releasing, relaxing. Again, deeply in through the nose, filling up. Out through the mouth. One last breath, deep in through the nose, really deep and full. Exhale. We rub our hands together until our hands become warm. Place our hands on our eyes. And we breathe into our hands. We rub our eyes, we rub our face. Can rub our ears and head. If there's anything that's cold, using your hands to warm it. Massaging the back of our neck. And we can rub our backs and our legs. We can open our eyes and gently stretch out. 